Hey, it's Mimi. Every once in a while, I'm going to handpick moments from some of the most insightful conversations I've ever had over the years on the show. We're calling these episodes Mimi Mashups. So whether you're a longtime listener or only just finding me, I hope you hear exactly what you need to hear. Today, the art of getting everything you want out of life with the legendary Catherine Zenkina, also known as Manifestation Babe. Catherine has made a couple of incredibly memorable appearances on the podcast. And here's a mashup of the very best moments. It's been a journey for me. So a couple things I wanted to mention. One, the skeptic thing I love that you brought up because my fiance, we're about to get married, but I'll call him my fiance. So Brennan is someone who came into my life as a massive, massive, massive skeptic. And I come across skeptics every freaking day. And they're the trolls that I have to deal with on my Instagram, right? Like, this is a bunch of BS. Like, what are you talking about? You have no idea what you're talking about. And here's the thing. Here's what it comes down to is in order to handle... Like, in order to... First of all, we can't convince anyone of anything that they're not open to or not willing to receive yet. And so one of the best ways that I've been able to handle skeptics or being able to handle um, my fiance, who at first thought it was a bunch of BS, was to get results myself. And by me getting the results and the proof that I needed in my life to first of all show myself that it works, when they see that what you're doing is literally you are creating your life. Like for instance, with my fiance, he would notice that I would set these money goals and then achieve them. Or I would set the intention of, I don't know, getting a specific parking place. Like that's a very small example. Like I will always pull up to, I don't know, Whole Foods or the mall. And I would always ask the universe for a very specific parking space. And literally every single time on the dot, that's exactly the parking space that's either available or that is, you know, the car is just starting to pull out and we get that parking space anyway. And over time, Brennan would notice like, damn, okay, there's proof after proof after proof after proof. And she's improving her life and she's happier. Um, and she's getting everything that she wants. And I am not, and I'm unhappy and I'm frustrated and I am you know, not achieving the the goals and desires that I have, like maybe there is something in this law of attraction manifestation thing. And they start to get curious um, and they start asking questions. And I always tell skeptics or tell people who are like, who are just like a little scared of this process. Like ask yourself, are you living the life of your dreams right now? Like, are you 100% happy? Are you 100% fulfilled? Are you 100%... Are you finding that you are experiencing pure joy in your life every single day? Like, are you living your dreams? And if you're not, maybe there's a missing piece. Maybe there's something that you haven't tried yet that could really work for you. You know, maybe there's something in this law of attraction manifestation thing that you could try. And if what you're currently doing isn't working for you, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. Why not try something new? And that's really the belief that I started to develop when I decided to take this stuff really seriously on my grandma's couch because I was at this low point in my life. I was kind of at like my my rock bottom moment. And I remember one night coming across, you know, the first night on my grandma's couch, uh, I'll never forget this. I was scrolling on Instagram and I came across the Tony Robbins quote. It was just a graphic that someone had posted. And the graphic said, um, it's his quote. And it said, live your life as if your prayers have already been answered. 
And I remember like, like stopping my scroll, looking at that post and all of a sudden asking myself, how would I behave differently? How would I show up differently? How would I think differently? How would I take different actions if I believe that my success was already inevitable? And Mm -hmm. how different would my life look if I just came from this space of just believing that my success is inevitable and I'm already on the right path and, and being comfortable with taking big risks? Like within a year's period, how far would I go in my life? And I remember creating this game and this experiment with myself. And I called it something like the give it 12 months project or the give it, I'm just going to give it one year, right? I'm just going to give it one year. And if by the end of the year, I fall flat on my face, nothing works out for me. I end up in a worse situation than I did before. This is just one big lie. It's one big flop. You know, this doesn't actually exist. Law of attraction is BS. Manifestation is BS. Then I can go back to living my life as I did before. And I kept asking myself, like, what's the worst that can happen? I'm already on my grandma's couch. You know, I'm already living my worst case scenario. I'm already unhappy. I'm already feeling lost in life, like all of these things. And if I gave it one year and let's say that I ended up achieving all of my dreams and I proved to myself once and for all that this is absolutely real and that it works and that I can manifest all of my goals and dreams, well, then I'm just going to keep playing the game. And I think that keeping it in a space of fun where I called it a game really helped me stick with it and really helped me come from a place of like uh, creating an experiment because I was like, okay, I'm still young. I still have so much life to live. You know, thankfully, you know, I don't have kids. Um, so I really have absolutely nothing to lose. So, uh, let me give it one year and see what happens. And that's exactly what I did. I spent an entire year of my life in 2016, um, to 2017 and obviously so on just giving it my all, like only subscribing to other positive thinkers, listening to every freaking podcast episode that I could possibly listen to, buying every single audiobook that I came across, going to seminars, going to events, journaling, taking my journaling seriously, taking my visualizations uh, sessions seriously, building a vision board every single night, just writing down um, what my life would look like if you know, I already was living the life of my dreams. So I call that process scripting where I'm like the, the, the star of my own show or the star of my own movie. And I'm writing my life as if I'm already living it like one year from now or two years from now and what my ultimate vision would look like. And I started to take meditation seriously. I started to take affirmations seriously. So all the live long day, I would wake up every single morning. I would stand in Wonder Woman pose and I would tell myself affirmations, you know, of uh, that are aligned with the things that I was manifesting. Some of them being, you know, my success is inevitable and I'm already on the right path. Um, another one being money is an unlimited resource and it is always flowing my way, you know, things like that. And just taking it seriously and just like, being the observer of this experiment and just watching it unfold. And this is how I once and for all really proved to myself that this process works. And it allowed me to build so much faith in it to where it's like, 
duh, of course it works. And when I teach people who are brand new to this stuff or maybe have let themselves down in the past or allowed their negative thinking to get in the way or allowed um, their old conditioning to get in the way, I tell them to go back to this like childlike place of fun and give themselves a game to play. And even if you play the game for just 24 hours at a time, where you tell yourself, like, how would life be different if for the next 24 hours or the next 48 hours or the next seven days that I were to just move on with my life, act as if my success is already inevitable, act as if there's no such thing as failure, be confident, be courageous, talk to myself in the positive way, believe certain beliefs, think certain thoughts, um, and just know that everything is already working out for me. Like how different would my life be if I did that for just the next 24 hours and then the next 24 hours and then the next 24 hours? And you will find that, yes, like all of these things are really cool. Like we'll, we'll end up manifesting. But I think the most amazing side effect is how good you're going to feel on a daily basis. Because what you focus on, you're going to feel. And so if you're always focusing on positive things, you're always going to feel positive and you're going to be so much happier and you're going to look for the good in life and therefore always see the good in life. And that in itself, I think is the biggest and best side effect of just playing this game. So my question is, let's say you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed one morning. What do you do that ensures that you'll bounce back and have an amazing day? Oh, yeah. So. I mean, I already do this and sometimes I do wake up on the wrong side of the bed and this will always shift me back um, and also keep the momentum going when I do feel good. So my morning routine every single morning is first and foremost, I will always reflect on five things that I'm grateful for. Um, and I make sure that I mix in a mixture of small things and a mixture of big things because when people only feel grateful for the big things in life, then they're always going to need big things to happen for them to feel grateful. And so I'll notice something like, thank God I have a bed to sleep on. Like, I'm just so grateful for my bed right now. I'm so grateful for this um, incredible soul who's sleeping, still sleeping next to me, my fiance. I'm really grateful that I even have eyes right now to be able to see him right now laying next to me. And then, you know, if I achieve something cool the day before or something big happened, I'll also acknowledge that and just acknowledge at least five things that I'm grateful for and kind of go on this like gratitude rampage. And then the second thing that I always do is as I'm getting ready for the day, I'm going, I'm always listening to a podcast or an audiobook or a YouTube video of some inspirational content to make sure that I'm programming myself for the day um, by focusing on all the positives in life or focusing on someone else's triumph uh, story or seeing how someone else worked through something or hearing someone else's story and just like keeping myself always focused on the fact that life is truly amazing and it's a miracle and anything that you set your mind to um, is already inevitable. Like everything is a self-fulfilling prophecy of what you decide to tell yourself. And so I find as many ways to hear uh, to hear these amazing things and also tell myself these amazing things. I, of course, always do my affirmations. So I have five affirmations that I have on my refrigerator right now that I'll look at and tell myself. And then finishing off, I will meditate for about 10 minutes and I will just set an intention, um, say a prayer of just gratitude and thank you. And, and thank you for spirit always flowing through me. Thank you for my spiritual connection. Thank you for always leading me and guiding me to say the right thing to the right 
right person at the right time and changing lives. Um, and then I will sit and listen to see if there's anything else that I need to know that day. Um, or anything else that I can take inspired action on or anything else that will help me get one step closer to the ultimate dream reality that I'm currently creating. And that's about it. And then I'll start my day. And and that always guarantees me to have an amazing day. Like how do you actually change your brain to act as if and step into that power 24 hours of the day? Is it hard? How long does it take? Tell me everything. (laughs) So a couple things. First, I want to dissect act as if. Um, on a deeper level, because I catch so many people hear hear that, and they literally think that they need to go out in the world and already buy whatever it is that they're manifesting, or that they um, need to have that career or business that they're manifesting right in this moment. And they always ask me, like, Catherine, how can I act as if if I don't have the money in my bank account? Or how can I act as if if I don't have the team that I want and this what I want and that what I want? And I always remind people that it is really on an energetic foundation that we are coming from. It is a lot of people think of the physical as the place to begin. And the physical stuff, like what are you doing on a daily basis, really comes from how are you thinking? How, what are you believing? How are you acting? How are you dressing yourself? How are you showing up? How consistent you are? And just really coming from that foundation of feeling and thinking. And only then you can act from that place. And as you are thinking and feeling and really energizing your vibration and lifting it higher and higher, you will actually attract everything in your life already that allows you to then take action, which is uh, make the investments that you want to make, buy the things that you want to buy, have the kind of fun and travel that you've always envisioned, et cetera, et cetera. Now, in terms of, you know, how hard is it or how long does it take? Or, you know, you mentioned like beginners tend to do this for 10 seconds and then forget about it. And honestly, it is like any other habit, right? If you think about it, the the thoughts that you have on a daily basis, the habits that you have on a daily basis, and the, and the and the beliefs that you have right now came from somewhere. You didn't just make them up. They are ingrained within you and they come from somewhere in your past, whether it is your upbringing, like your things that your parents have always done, habits that your parents have always had, the kinds of things that your your parents have always said or some other caretaker in your past which could be you know grandparents uh siblings you know we are not all blessed to have both parents but somewhere in your past you have been programmed to be a certain way whether you are aware of it or not and if you think about it like depending on what age you are right now that is the number of years that it has taken you to get here. So to think that this is an overnight process, just like getting to where you are right now was not an overnight process, this will also take time. The beauty of it though is that when you come from things on an energetic level and start shifting your energy, it works really, really quickly. And the beauty of it is that you get to be a beautiful work in progress and a masterpiece at the exact same time. So you will start to see changes pretty freaking quickly, but also know that you need to release that timeline and that expectation that, oh my God, I messed up today, or oh my God, within a week's time, nothing has happened. And, ah, ah, ah. Like you have to give yourself that grace and you have to give yourself that self love and understand that it is a habit 
and it takes time. And what, however you install good habits, if you think about it, like eating healthy, let's think about it for a second. First, you need to remove everything from your kitchen or house that resembles junk food or things that are not going to support your health. You might go and hire a trainer. You might put sticky notes all over your house, reminding you what you need to be doing every single day. You might have sticky notes on your mirror, reminding you how beautiful you are and how you're already fit and et cetera, et cetera. And you're doing all of these things to help trigger that you are now installing a new habit. And if any of you have ever picked up a new habit like fitness per se, you know And I know like there is a moment and I know you also know Mimi because you're so fit and you're so into um, health and fitness and I watch your stories and I watch your Instagram and you look amazing. (laughs) I I know that there's a switch between, you know, first um, it's very new and you're very sore and you're overwhelmed and oh my God, there's too many things to keep track of. There's too many things to focus on and holy crap, I have to go to the gym today and blah, 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 blah. And then there comes a point and and experts, you know, there's varied um, expertise on when this happens. Some people say 21 days, some people say 60 days, some people say a year, some people say 10 days. I mean, it whatever, whatever the time frame is, you know that there is a shift that happens where it goes from requiring so much efforting because it is in your conscious mind to when it seeps into your subconscious and becomes second nature and you start to crave healthy foods. You start to crave meal planning. You start to crave the gym. You like can't go a day without thinking about it. And all of a sudden it's like you can't remember a time in your life when you weren't fit and when you weren't going to the gym, when you weren't watching what you were eating, when you weren't loving on your body and loving yourself and and giving yourself all the self-care in the world. The same thing happens. Eventually you will have this switch where all of a sudden you are literally watching your dream life just unfold in front of you. And you don't even remember a time in your life when you were pessimistic or thinking negative thoughts and you know, really not believing in yourself and doubting yourself. And that's not to say that you won't have those moments because even I today still have those moments. And I actually use them to serve me because I know that they are pointing something out to where I need to work on those, whether it's a belief or um, whether something's triggering me or something I needed to look into inside myself and work on, you're still going to have those moments, but it's just not going to be as frequent because it is now a habit. Mm, Yes, I can so relate to this. Yes, yes, yes. It's so true. The whole health and fitness thing, especially you can notice that like it really just, you get used to it and then it gets easy. It's the first little chunk of time that is a little bit difficult or very difficult depending on, you know, you. But it, after that chunk of time, it's just easy and it becomes your new identity. And that's just, I love that. So what are your biggest tips for people to like stay motivated during that beginning phase of changing their mindset, creating these new habits, reminding themselves daily to start thinking in a different way, all that jazz. Like what kind of like actionable things would you recommend people do on a daily basis in that first phase? Yeah. So you mentioned a very powerful word, which is identity. And identity is the beliefs that you have about yourself. And identity is whatever follows I am. And I know that so many historical figures have said this quote, but I especially remember Buddha, whatever follows I am determines your destiny. And identity is so powerful because 
you know, I learned this old um, example in my neuro-linguistic programming uh, certification. And our teacher always said, um, or my certifier, he always said, like, if you're not a smoker and someone offers you a cigarette, are you even going to contemplate whether or not you're going to take the cigarette? If you're literally not a smoker, you don't even think about it. It's like, I don't, I'm not going to smoke because I am a non-smoker versus a smoker is obviously going to think about it and maybe not even think about it and just straight up take the cigarette because they have identified themselves as I am a smoker. And so therefore smokers smoke. And so really coming from the identity, that's where your beliefs come from. That's where your behaviors come from. That's where your possibilities come from. That's where your environment changes from. It is whatever follows I am. And there is a powerful practice that I actually have been doing in many different ways. If there's anything that you can pick up, I believe that this one's going to be the most powerful one, which is to open your journal or a notebook or a napkin, who cares, as long as you're writing it down and just start to write down your I am's. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be the I am's that you yet even believe about yourself. So it can be I am... I am wealthy, I am beautiful, I am powerful, I am a magnificent manifester, I am, and then whatever it is that you want to believe about yourself. And the more often that you do this every single day, you will start to embody that version of yourself that already is that identity. And it is a shift that happens on such an energetic level. And it also, you know, comes from habit, right? The more that you do it, the more, the more your brain is just going to automatically think, oh yeah, duh, I am those things. Um, and if you don't yet believe that I am, you can also reframe it as I am the type of person who blank. I am the type of person who blank. And you just keep going down a list and you can do this while you're drinking your coffee or you can do this after your morning meditation or whatever your morning routine is. And I think it's the most powerful because words don't just describe our reality. Like most people think that when we say life is so hard that we are just describing fact when in fact, actually words are always determining our reality. And whatever it is that we are expressing outwards about ourselves, our subconscious mind is listening to it 100% of the time and is always taking in everything that we think about ourselves, our identity, everything that we say about ourselves as 100% truth. And it doesn't even question because it thinks, why would I say something about myself out loud if it was a bunch of BS. And it takes everything super literally. Um, And so by doing this practice, you're doing a lot of subconscious mind work and then also manifestation work and then also that identity work to where everything is going to come from that identity. Like if you write down, I am a six-figure earner, then automatically your brain goes, okay, what does a six-figure earner do on a daily basis? How do they think? What kind of books do they read? Who do they hang out with? What kind of content do they create? Um, what does their Instagram look like, You know, depending on how you earn your six figures? And it just all stems from there. And it's so, so, so powerful. Identity work is like the majority of what I actually do. And it's, it's the second part of my three-step manifestation process, which is simply... Number one, define what you want. 
Number two, become the version of yourself that already has it, identity. When I focus on step number two, I'm creating a blueprint for myself. And step number three is just to make shifts in your life based off of that blueprint, where you are forgetting about the how, you're forgetting about how you're going to get to step one, which is define what you want. You don't have to worry about how the six figures or seven figures are going to come into your life. All you're worried about is your personal identity blueprint and just following every every single day. Where if you find out that the six-figure version of yourself is waking up at 6 a.m. every single day because the six-figure version of yourself has a strong morning ritual and writes her I am's every single day, then you just need to do that. You, you figure out, oh, today, right now, I'm not yet doing that. And if the version of myself who's already at the end, already living that reality is doing that, then holy crap, there is my action piece right there. And every single day when I'm figuring out what do I need to be doing, I'm literally first coming from who am I being and from who am I being, then I can figure out what I'm doing. And then when I figure out what I'm doing and I actually do the things, then naturally what comes from that is then I have the things. So then I have the six-figure um, earnings, the seven-figure earnings or whatever whatever goal or vision that I've set for myself. Mm, and then you just expect it. You know, this whole conversation is about identity, basically. And I'm trying to think of the the person listening right now, just kind of their, their brains being expanded right now, because I think most of the people on this planet don't feel like it's possible to change their identity. I think the first step is even like just the realization that as human beings, we can decide to be whoever we want to be. What you have been defined as your entire life up to this point has no effect on your future. You let it affect your future. You keep repeating these same patterns from your past and you keep being that same person because of of your comfort zone, because of how you've been conditioned. But in reality, we have the complete power to change who we are on a cellular level. Like we literally can design this person that we want to be and work really hard to step into that. And that's the beauty of being a human being, I think personally. And I think more people need to be aware that we can change. Fundamentally, you can change. Your personality can change. If you want to be more confident, you can do that. It's in your power. You can wake up tomorrow hit your head and be a completely different person, you know, like it's a personality, you know? So I think more people need to get that ingrained inside of them that you have the power to choose who you want to be. Don't say, Oh, I'm, I'm just a shy person. Oh, I've just, I'm lazy. I procrastinate a lot. No, don't identify yourself as that kind of person. You're like, you just saying that makes you that kind of person. Start saying things that are more empowering. Like, Oh yeah, I can do that. I'm, you know, I'm really well-spoken. I can public speak. Um, I'm really good at that. Like you just need to change how you think about yourself and it's going to be hard work, but it's so doable. So doable. Yes. Yeah. You literally, I mean, you mentioned the word choice, which I'm such a big believer that everything in life is a choice. And even the things that you think aren't choices, you can at least choose how to react to them. You can choose how to reframe them. You can choose to see how everything is always happening for you. So even if you think that something has happened randomly to you or out of your control, um, et cetera, you can still choose to react in a way that serves you. And coming from, actually, you mentioned such a great point, you know, like a, a lot of people think that they're 
if they're shy, they're stuck being shy. If they're introverted, they're just stuck not liking people or, or whatever the belief is. Like if they grew up being bullied as a kid, then they can never build a business or they can never step on stage and they can never be an authority figure. They can never be, have expertise in something and share it with the world. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I had to have that shift in my own business um, when I first started it because I grew up as that child that never raised their hand in class. I think that I literally, not even in high school or college, I think the first time I ever raised my hand in class to ask a question because I was so afraid and so shy and so afraid of people thinking I'm stupid or it's a stupid question or et cetera, whatever. And it wasn't until like when I started doing all of my coaching certifications that I finally realized, you know, that whole story isn't serving anyone. It's not serving me. It's not serving the people I'm supposed to be serving. It's not serving the other students in my class who also might have that question, but they're too shy to ask it. And so for the first time, I remember looking at uh, Brennan, who's now my husband. I think he was my boyfriend at the time. And I was literally like, hey, Brennan, you're witnessing history happen right now because I have never raised my hand in class because I just was so used to being so shy and so introverted. And I that was so deeply ingrained as part of my story. And you just have to ask yourself, what I'm choosing to believe and what I'm choosing to do and how I'm choosing to think, is it serving me? Is it taking me to where I want to go? Or is it holding me back and preventing me from doing the things that I want to be doing and also sharing the kinds of things that I want to be sharing with the world and creating the ripple effect, that impact effect that I've always envisioned myself creating. And so in the end, everything is a freaking choice. And the more I just think about it, it's like I get so passionate, so excited. And anytime I'm having like a bad day or something happens or I'm facing a challenge or a problem and I just sit there and want to mope about it, I just remind myself like, listen, Catherine, it is a choice. It's okay to be human. It's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay to be upset for a little while, but what are you going to do about it? And that is the key right there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have hundreds more like it. So don't forget to subscribe and rate the show to ensure more episodes get targeted to you when you open up your podcast app. Bye for now.